fucking get it on right now. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hey on. Hey on. Now I want to go with a few rules with y'all tonight. Yeah, it ain't that hard. Don't worry about it. All right, rule number one. This is the what can you touch and not touch rule. Can you touch it? Can you touch it? No, 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 no. Take a touch. Can you touch it? Can you touch it? No, 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 no. And finally, last one, ladies. Can you touch it? Can you fucking touch it? Well, that too, the law says that you cannot touch. But I think I see a lot of lawbreakers up in this house tonight. And I don't see a cop in sight. All right? Hello, welcome to this What Do You Want to Watch spoiler cast double feature where we're talking about Steven Soderbergh's 2012 film Magic Mike and its sequel, Magic Mike XXL. I'm your host, Ashley Hobley. Join me today, Dylan Blight. Uh, pony. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're talking about the Magic Marks. Of course, Magic Marks Last Dance is just about to hit cinemas. Uh, surprisingly, because it was originally meant to be a HBO Max uh, film. So a couple of those come to cinemas now. That's always good. Uh, and Dylan, you haven't watched any of these films before? No, I've not watched either. So same here so okay fresh takes on this world of stripping uh all right please be aware we'll be freely discussing anything and everything about the plot themes in any of the movies so if you haven't watched them come back later with that said let's jump to discussion of first magic mike good evening you live here yeah yeah what's your name kim kim can you move back for me please we keep getting complaints of noise and underage drinking everybody sit down we're gonna be here for a while you don't have anything sharp on you that I can stick myself with, do you? No. Good. Because I do. The businesses that I manage, they deal exclusively in cash. Wow, busy guy. <laughs> You're welcome to stay the one, the only. Magic Mike. You are the husband that they never had. You are that dreamboat guy that never came along. Directed by Stephen Soderbergh, written by Reed Carolyn, uh, starring Chayton Tatum, Alex Pettifer, Cody Horn, Olivia Munn, Matt Bomer, Joe Maganello, uh, Matthew McConaughey. By day, Mike makes ends meet any way he can, handyman jobs, detailing cars, or designing furniture. But nighttime is when Mike really gets to display his many talents. He's the hot headliner at an all-male review. Mike sees potential in a 19-year-old he dubs a kid, takes the teen under his wings, and instructs him in the tricks of the trade. However, Mike learns there's a downside to the stripper lifestyle when it threatens his romance with the kid's sister. Phil, what'd you think of Magic Mike? Um, I enjoyed it, but like I'll, I'll get this out of the way straight away. I like two more than one, and we'll get to two in a sec, but I'll just like throw that out. So, I think... I really, like, I appreciate trying to tell a serious, somewhat serious story amongst all this, 
But I should just feel like it holds a movie back. And the reason I like number two more than this one is because it's just like tries to be just more of a dumb, fun movie rather than mm. like having a lot more to say. I really don't buy into this romance between Channing Tatum and um, Cody Hearn. Corn? Yeah, Cody Horn. Yeah. Um, it's just not at all a thing. I, the, like the, the ending in the movie relying on that you buying into this romance just means the last half hour is just I'm like so disconnected to anything like the choices that Mike's making I'm like why <laughs> for this girl like, do you like it that much like I it don't feel like you like it that much so <laughs> like, is it, I don't know dude like maybe not so um and even when you've got like Adam playing starts playing around in the world of drugs and whatever else and you've got these people after him I really don't feel like the like the outcome and the stakes and everything like that it just seems to be like it just wraps up too easy with it's like oh mike manages to pay for it all it's fine like he doesn't really get any repercussions or you know like i feel like anytime this movie tries to do something that's like a little bit more serious with the story beats it's got within it it just doesn't do anything with them and then yeah i, I would say i enjoyed like the first half of this movie and then the second half onwards i was sort of becoming a lot more disconnected because of the characters and especially the, the romance elements between the leads as they picked up. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think it is a good movie. It's pretty fun, you know, or an enjoyable movie. Um, an interesting world to kind of be introduced to. Um, I think also you, you have the kid who's kind of your uh, eyes into the film, I guess, uh, or into the world of male stripping. Um so yeah, I like you know. Obviously, you've got a good cast of characters uh, as the uh, kings of Tampa, uh, Matthew McConaughey doing a great job. All right, all right. I can right, listen right. to him. All right, all right, all right, ladies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just him emceeing, like all, yeah, all night, you know. Um, yeah, and obviously like Jane Tatum, who's clearly a dancer, just pulling some crazy moves off. Well, I mean, the whole idea for, like, even though I haven't watched them, I know these movies are very much like, hey, do you just want to, like, you used to be, like, a male stripper before you was an actor? Do you, do you just want to, like, of sort of, do you want to do some of that? Yeah, sure, let's put you as the lead. Like, I know, like, the yeah. basis of the, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's more fun when it's, like, exploring and building up the review rather than, like, exploring personal lives. And, uh, I mean, it's interesting, like, Mike, obviously, being someone who wants to get away from the lifestyle to a certain extent by making his own furniture and that kind of stuff. Uh, obviously that scene at the bank where he's trying to charm his way into a bank loan, even though he's got, he's got really bad credit because he takes a bunch of jobs, the deal just in cash, uh, was rough. Yeah. I, I found it kind yeah. of annoying though, because I, f I feel like, like there's not, there's nothing wrong with any of the, like, he's just as like, I mean, he parties a lot, but he's like, that's fine. Like, I don't feel like, he, like he generally seems like a, a decent enough dude. No, he's a good dude. He's a, he, he's a hardworking dude. He's just got these multiple jobs. Like he's making his money. Yeah. It's the US but, banking but, system. That's what it is. Yeah. And the, but then the narrative writing on this man, like he's got this big dream and he wants to escape the, the shit life of being a male stripper. I'm like, but he enjoys it. Like, I, I, like, I just kind of like, it sort of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, well, it's not his passion though. You know, even though it kind of is his passion and turns it out. It isn't, it isn't like, I understand. Like, it's just not what he wants to do all the time, but like, I just don't, it just felt like this whole, like he's got escape from the hard world. And <laughs> like, yeah, I think, I think I would have liked to have seen more conflict, I guess, maybe like, I don't think there's a satisfying payoff to the to the film. It's like, no, 
you know, there should have been like an actual falling out between the kid and Mike or something. Or, you know, you know, Mike kind of leaves like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm done. Yeah. So, uh, there is some weird shit that happens throughout this film. So, let's, but let's jump into the sequel, which, you know, it sounds like you enjoyed a bit more. So, uh, Magic Mike XXL. I got a little treat for y'all tonight. We're going to see if he still got some magic in that mic. Tomorrow, start the pilgrimage to Myrtle Beach for the convention. I wish we had known you guys back in our day. Well, I'd say it's still your day, man. Uh. I mean, if this really is our last ride, what if we make up some new routines? This game is evolve or die. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to be worshipped? What are we? We're like healers or something. Yes, man. Oh, yeah. Directed by Gregory Jacobs. Uh, written by Reed Carolyn. Uh, starring Channing Tatum, Matt Bomer, Joe Maganello, Kevin Nash, Adam Rodriguez, Gabrielle Iglesias, Amber Reed, Donald Glover, Annie McDowell, Elizabeth Banks, Jada Pinkett Smith. It's been three years since Michael Lane's retirement from stripping, but the former dancer misses the excitement and feeling of being on stage. Most of all, though, he misses the best friends that he had ever had and the crew known as the Kings of Tampa. Opportunity comes knocking when the guys look him up as they travel to Myrtle Beach for a stripping convention. Uh, with the promise of outrageous fun, a reinvigorated Mike can, can't resist the chance to join in and take it off again. So Dylan, what do you think of Magic Mike XXL? Did a really good movie. I'd easily watch this again. I think this is a very easily digestible, fun movie. And for for what's go for what the, the aim of this is in the world of the first one's trying to tell a serious story, and this one's just like, hey, it's about missing your bros, man. <laughs> like I'm, I was way more down for it. it's about the boys, you know. Like I just, it's but it's also about the girls. Like I feel like this movie has both. It's like it's it starts off with, man. I miss the boys, you know, it's, a, it's about the lads. It's got to get the band back together. But then a lot of the movies about looking after your lady, like what are ladies? Like? You know, I feel like it sort of hits the, it sort of hits the, the mesh there, you know, like it's sort of a perfect world. So I don't know. I, I had a lot of fun with this. I feel like the cast is fantastic. I feel like getting to see and hear from um, a lot of the people that you barely get to see and hear talk in the first one, be that uh, Mangeline Manginello, however you say yeah. his name, or uh, Matt Bomer, or, you know, obviously the, those two are the ones that step up the most to get bigger roles. But, I mean, even Ke- Kevin Nash gets more than one line. Oh, he still can't dance, but, I mean, that's a fucking, <laughs> that's a whole different thing. That's, um, that's anytime he's in the background, he's just like, I'm like, dude, just like the camera should just like, um, the whole Donald Glover bit. Donald Glover's fantastic. In I completely this. forgot um, he was in this movie. I remember he was in it, but I've never wa- like. I know he's in. I know he's in these movies. I just never watched them. I mean, I was like, um, oh shit, that's Donald Glover. That's yeah. crazy. He does a he does a whole good Childish Gambino singing bit that worked out really well. Jada Pinkett Smith's having a ball in this. Like I, I found this movie fucking just fun. Like, all the dancers are, like, really enjoyable. They, like, just got a lot more energy to them, I guess. Maybe it's also their change of location because they're not all on the the dance stage and they're happening in different locations. So, yeah, I, I've, I thought this was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think this was, like you said, this was a lot of fun. This was a 
classic road trip movie, except they were stripping a group of male entertainers, you know, uh, doing weird hijinks along the roads, you know, whether it's uh, hanging out at a drag night at a dive bar or... uh, We'll say, or getting uh, one of Joe Maganello to try and make the chick at the service station. Part, I mean, I've I've seen that like bits of that in trailers for so many, so long, and even having seen that trailer so many times in cinemas back in the day, and like whatever, it still didn't prepare me for like just how silly and glorious that whole bit is. <laughs> I feel like just like it is so ridiculous, but it works. <laughs> yeah, um, that, and then obviously you've got it. It's a classic road trip. There's like all these. Issues that they go along the way. They got uh, one nighter at this old late, all these this 40, 50 year old women sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, 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 wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a night. Uh, yeah. Just drinking wine. Um, yeah. This movie I actually should... has drama and fallout between the characters that they actually have to overcome. And there's actually more character development in this movie than the f- first one, I feel. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I think the only thing is the the, the initially there was tension between uh, Matt Bomer's character Ken and Magic Mike, and then he hits him one time, and then you know, it's all gone. Well, they discuss it the, like the next day or whatever. I don't feel like it was supposed to be set up to be this major through line, but even then, like I'm not saying the character development in this movie is perfect, but I definitely feel like it's better than the first one. I mean, everybody's just so likable in this. That's a that's the major difference. There's nobody doing and drugs Joe. or like, <laughs> like. I don't know. Is that part? Joe's like, tr- like when he tries to kill them for throwing out all the uniforms before they go to the the petrol station or what, what whatever. Out. That's all funny because he's just like going off about all this stuff and he's ready to spit it all with them. What are you? You're an adult entertainer. <laughs> Male entertainer. Male uh, entertainer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> when he You're throws chat, uh, my, Mike's phone out the f- <laughs> the car. <Yeah. laughs> There's a few parts where it's like, I think he's angry. <laughs> and then he throws Tarzan's phone out by Senate. Yeah. Very funny. And then nine minutes left, it's fine. Uh, even yeah, the romance, the I don't I think. Stars, I was going to say when Mike shows up at the start and he thinks it's the awake. Awake. <laughs> all that sort of stuff. And he gets pushed in the pool or whatever. And then Tarzan's like, I had to get you somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, I think the romance was even, you know, at least they had. Some really solid chemistry. Both I can buy into, into the Amber. I can buy into Amber Heard and Channing Tatum. Like they had some chemistry, and because they didn't try and do a picture perfect romance plot like they did in the first, with like and they with one of them is not really into it, but he slowly wears yeah. it down. You know, yeah. Like it, the movie is literally like all he does is by the end of it, like you can picture they start dating after that. But compared to the first one, it's like. He just changed everything about his life for this girl. They've got to live together forever. Like, it was just like, he wears this girl down throughout the movie. You can tell that she likes him, but she's like sort of playing hard to get or whatever. And then um, by the end, mm. they, of course, they, they're they together. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I feel like this film obviously builds up to a big, you know, fun third act set piece of the, the convention. The convention thing. I wonder if this is a real thing. <laughs> like, is this yeah. a real, well, that's what I Google off with. Apparently, there is a few. Yeah. So, okay. Um, apparently, yeah, it is based on actual an actual event that uh, Channing Tatum went to, where they would just go there. The a bunch of women would be in there, and they lock the doors, and you know, stuff happens. So you just pay. So you pay money, I guess, to go to in. get money. But then you get the money. Like they're throwing money on stage still. So yeah, they, how do they, they still keep the tips? What are like, they doing in between? Out? They vacuum it. <laughs> Maybe. 
That's what they do. Have you ever like that's I know that's what they do with the young bucks and their money. So surely. Yeah, but the, there's there, it's not actual money. The young bucks. Yeah, but it's still it's it would suck up in a vacuum. I guess then you have to pull all the dollar bills out of the, the, you just empty the vacuum. You just the vacuum. <laughs> just clean it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's What's a, a clean of- vacuum. <laughs> I'm not saying use the one you just use the fucking do the floor <laughs> with. It's a money vacuum. It only does money. Money vacuum. Uh, but yeah, do you know? That was a lot of fun. Even like the setup to right before, like of seeing all the other stripper teams, all in like classic, you know. What are they doing? Oh, Twilight! They're doing fucking Twilight. No, but all, like, <laughs> yeah, and then backstage they're all in like army gear and like yeah. cowboys and firemen and yeah, you know. yeah t- most typical like yeah. just stereotypical stripping outfits. No, but then everybody gets their moment to shine in this last last Act, moment, yeah. except Kevin yeah. Nash, you know. Yeah, he can't do it. It's because he can't do shit. He can't do I mean, much. He does more. He does more in this one than he does in the first one. No, but he, yeah, he, he does, does get up. He does get an act. He gets an act. He does. He gets to paint. You know, yeah. does the med the glue thing. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, that's the. There was a lot of seriously suggestive stuff throughout this final. <laughs> it was pretty graphic, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that's what's. But does I mean that's that's what you do, right? That's yeah. Like, that's how it works. That is. As long as you ain't sticking your dick in, it's fine. As long as there's consent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was a, most of the time there was consent. <laughs> yeah. They know what they were going in for. I'm pretty sure there was a, you probably have to sign a waiver to go on something like that, surely. <laughs> I don't know. Like, probably, you know. Surely, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to discuss about the Magic Bikes? Uh, soundtrack's a banger on both. Yeah. Like, that's sort of, both films have a going for that. Both really good use of music, obviously. It has to be. If the music shit, then, like, in a, in a movie I mean, it made Pony a huge song again, right? Yeah, I mean, this is the movie that made Pony, like, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if I'd even heard Pony before this came out, and then suddenly it was all over the radio. Yeah. So they started replaying <laughs> it. So, because this came out when I used, where I used to work, and I used to have the radio on, and I'll talk about Magic Mark and play this fucking song. So, I knew Pony was in it. Um, but yeah, even some of the other songs, I feel like, are really just good. Um, but yeah, good good soundtracks to chuck on like that sort of this sort of music but um second one i feel like was the first one annoyed me with its whole let's shoot fucking california with yellow tint well wherever it was i don't know like florida Florida. all right let's shoot florida with this yellow tint like which is obviously a a choice you know Mm. shout out it's a choice that i guess um what's his face can soderbergh can make but then he who's the cinematographer in the second one he didn't, he didn't make any of those weird choices, so like, really, was I, just, he... I just ask. Yeah, he's a cinematographer still. That's interesting. Yeah, why didn't he direct the second one? <laughs> I don't know. He's but he does it under his um his fake name. Because whenever he's a cinematographer, even on his own movies, he never credits himself. He's always. I guess it's easier, you know, just thing. to show up and stick the camera, and if somebody else makes all the decisions. But I mean, yeah, I mean the the creative decisions. But you're still like the director comes to you and says like, "I want this. Think? How do we? How do you gonna do it?" And you have to like it's still a creative process. Yeah. But maybe it's just less. It's less work, sure, than being the director who's overseeing like so much more and so much else, pre-production yeah. and you know, yeah, all that sort of stuff. So maybe it just wasn't as what wasn't as big a commitment. But still, he was yeah. involved. Also, it was during that period where I think he said he doesn't want to do feature films anymore. Movies so. anymore. Yeah, he doesn't want to direct movies TV. anymore. So, you know, he was keeping yeah. his blurred. But now he's back directing Mike, Magic Mark's Last Dance. 
Uh, how do you feel about Soderbergh coming back to do the third one? So you said you did the one you um, didn't like. Well, it's not that I didn't like. I just feel like it's definitely like if like it just. I don't know. It's hard to say because. Have you watched the trailer? I, I, they haven't. I watched the trailer. I don't know what the okay. fucking point of it is. Like I don't understand what the plot of the movie is. It seems like she's, he's going over to the UK to like uh, she's gonna be a. What's the? Does the dances, <laughs> like arranges the dances, dance choreographer. That's what it seems okay. like. Okay, because yeah, I mean, I looked up. I tried to look up the plot the other day, and they were, they were like, "Plot still under kept under secrets." Or it's gonna be secret, you know. Yeah. But no, no, don't no one want else massive seen magic spike spoilers out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna watch it, right? So we've watched all these. So I'll definitely yeah. go watch it. I'm, I'm. There's no way my cinema. This isn't one of those movies that isn't gonna be shown locally. Don't, you don't think so? Shown, like, no, it'll definitely. No, I'm saying it'll definitely be shown oh, okay, locally. Okay. I'm, I'm under no doubts about whether or not I'll be able to watch this. Because I'll also point um, out, both of these films reasonably solid financial successes. What, both of these movies First one successes. was made off, on a $7 million budget, made $167 million. Second one was made $14.8 million, made $122 million. Yeah, so, so they're fucking massive. It was massive turnaround. Yeah. Massive, massive, massive turnaround. So, but, but I do have to ask on this new one... Um, How's Selma, Selma coming to it? Where's the rest of the boys? I think Spiny, you know, the boys are all retired. I don't know if there's any boys. Uh, I, not in the cast, at least. Very, yeah, I was pretty sure Ernest is not going to be showing up in this next movie. No. I do love that when he's introducing them in the everybody and he, he doesn't know what Tarzan's actual name is. Yeah. This is... What's he, he's like, I can't remember. He's like, Phil. It's like, yeah. It's Ernest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let us know what you think of Magic Mike and Magic Mike XL, and are you looking forward to Magic Mike's Last Dance? Let us know by going to explosion.com slash Twitter or jump into Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. Uh, if you want to help us out here at What Do You Want to Watch, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. Leave us five stars. Anyone can leave five stars. Uh, or tell people about the show or just go to explosionnetwork.com and just click around a whole bunch. Uh, and if you've liked this episode, thoughts worth a dollar, head over to Kofi page at explosion.com slash support. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, keep watching stuff, I guess.